Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello and welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining me on the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I have a fantastic show for you today. I am so excited about this topic and conversation about boundaries. We're going to talk about what they are and how to set them. The holidays are upon us, and it's very uh, important to have that set so that we don't get all stressed out. And I have an amazing guest uh, for you today that's going to talk about this. Nancy Levin is the best-selling author of Jump and Your Life Will Appear, Worthy, Boost Your Self-Worth to Grow Your Net Worth, Writing for My Life, and the New Relationship Blueprint. She's a master integrative life coach and the creator of the Destination Me private coaching community, as well as many in-depth coaching programs. And Nancy was the event director at Hay House from 2002 to 2014. Now she hosts her own weekly radio show called Jumpstart Your Life on Hay House. That's one of my favorite shows. Um, And she has a new book called um, bound, setting boundaries will set you free. The ultimate guide to telling the truth, creating connection, and finding freedom. So we're going to talk about that. But I am just going to bring her on. Welcome, Nancy. Hello, hello. <laughs> Yay! I'm really happy. To, I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you so much. This is like, ah, oh, you're 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 my you're my um, uh, go-to person when I need to, you know find out about boundaries and on your radio show, you always have the answer to everything for everybody who calls in Mm. and just, you're so amazing. So, um, so excited about this. So um, let's get right into it. What is a boundary and why do we have so much trouble enforcing it? Because listening to your radio show, I always thought I knew what boundaries were, but I think I have it backwards and I think a lot of us have it backwards so what is it exactly? Yeah. So so I, I simply define, define a boundary as a limit that we set around what we will or will not do, will or will not accept, will or will not tolerate, so that we know, we know where we end and someone else begins. And part of the reason we have a lot of trouble even being able to def- like you, when you said you thought you had it backwards or, yeah. or we, we are, we aren't clear on what boundaries are. First of all, there's no point in our lives when we've been, we've been taught how to set healthy boundaries. <laughs> and yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's, exactly. And for most of us, we weren't really taught the way to know or how to distinguish between ourselves and others. And so for any of us who have been people pleasers, peacekeepers, not rock the boaters, you know, we've been living lives very other referenced 
and we've been defining ourselves. We've been, been we've been able to define our own outline by the people around us, and that's the backward part. So it's like we only right. know we exist by what by what outlines us, instead of knowing what's happening for us because we are making ourselves a priority and we are learning to know what our own preferences are and our own desires are and we are willing to know our truth and speak our truth. So this this is really about knowing where knowing who we are as a solid foundation outside of being in relation to someone else. Yeah, because sometimes I'll hear people talk about boundaries and it's like, well, they, they're, it's like you're telling somebody else what to do and they're not doing it. And I think that's where we have it right. mixed up where, where right. it's really, so, it's our, yeah. So speak to that. Yeah. Well, so that's, yeah. So, so in terms of setting a boundary, which is what I'm, which is what I'm hearing you talk about. Yes, we do have that backwards as well. We think it's up to someone else to uphold mm-hmm. and respect our boundary. And yeah. that is what I would say is the number one secret about boundary setting that no one talks about. Because the bottom line is it is up to us to uphold, respect, and honor our own boundaries. So we, you know, I hear from clients time and time again, I try to tell my mother-in-law not to interfere with my child rearing, but she just keeps yeah. doing it. I tried to tell my boss, that I don't want to work late, but he just keeps asking, you know, whatever it is. And the people will keep doing the thing because we, if we continue to enable the scenario, we are, we are the ones who are crossing our own boundaries. And that's what we have to remember. Yes. Totally. It's up to us. It's right. Yeah. And, and yeah, blaming, you and know, if our boundaries, it, uh, it, mm-hmm. go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I, I would say, say if our boundaries are being life, crossed, we are right. crossing them. Right, right. Exactly. It always, the buck stops at us for, for everything, for our own emotions, for the boundaries. So I'm going to, I've got a scenario for you here. And uh, this is a real life scenario. And I thought I'd give you a, a few to, to see, you know, for some examples here. So, okay. So, uh, I've changed the names (laughs) to protect the guilty. So, so Amy has a friend and neighbor of 20 years called Jane, and these are mature women. They're both over 70 years of age. So um, you'd think they'd have some of this down, but it just shows that, you know, we, nobody really does. (laughs) So Amy has a naturally thin body type. She's got very thin legs, kind of like that model from the sixties, Twiggy. And Amy loves mm-hmm. her stylish and comfortable leggings. She wears her cute little leggings. And at Christmas, the little snowman leggings, it happens to accentuate her legs. Now, her friend Jane is quite overweight. She's unhappy about it, she's, but she's kind of given up. She's not going to do anything about it. So she takes it out on Amy for years by constantly making snarky remarks about her figure, like, oh, look at your skinny legs, or, oh, look at you. You don't even have a butt. And, and Amy gets hurt and embarrassed because she often, Jane will say it in front of other people. And so the frustrating thing is, you know, Jane says, well, I, I would never be allowed to say, well, Jane, look at your fat legs and your big butt. It just wouldn't, 
you know, she could probably ruin the friendship. And it's like, why is she allowed to say that to me? And so she's completely confused and doesn't know uh, how to handle this without ruining the friendship. So, um, what would you right. do with so, that situation? You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the, the, you know, you use the word, you know, you use the word allow. And so the fact is that she yeah. is yeah. allowing, yeah. she is allowing her friend to speak to her this way. Right. And so the first part is taking responsibility for that. This is happening because I am enabling it. I am allowing mm-hmm. it. So it can be something as simple. And, and, you know, when I talk about setting boundaries, I talk very much about, keeping the language in the eye. Right, so right. I'll, and, I'll, and I'll first and foremost say that the number one reason most people don't set boundaries is they don't know what to say. Yes. And so they just sort of suck it up and bite the bullet. And what then happens, as we well know, is resentment grows. So yes. in this scenario, it can, be as, it can be something as simple as, I noticed that when you, when, you, when you talk to me this way, I feel hurt. Mm-hmm. And in order to honor our friendship, I need to let you know that if you continue to talk to me this way, I'm going to need to hang up the phone. I'm going to need to end our conversation. I'm going to need to change the subject because I'm no longer mm-hmm. available for this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's simple. something as simple as that. Right. Because... We need to take care of ourselves. That's, what, that's really what boundary setting and maintaining is. It's how am I going to honor myself here instead of be more concerned with the impact on the other person. Because we yeah. spend our lives being more concerned with the impact on someone else. We've been packaging ourselves to be digestible to someone else. So the yeah, fact I is, love that. I'm I love used that to being, sentence. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, the truth is, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, like, so I, I'm just inserting myself in this scenario. I'm hurt yes, by please. the constant commenting, right? Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. so used to being hurt that I just keep taking the hit because I'm so conflict avoidant that I'm afraid of mm-hmm. anyone else feeling disappointed or angry or whatever it might be or upset. So I just keep mm-hmm. taking the hit and I just keep feeling hurt. Yeah. So this isn't about retaliation and wanting to have the other person feel hurt. But the truth of right. the matter is that someone else's response to my truth is their responsibility. Mm-hmm. So if I express some version of I feel hurt when you speak to me about this or you speak to me this way or, you know, whatever it is, I feel hurt. And moving mm-hmm. forward, you know, we can first say, you know, are, can we be in agreement that we're no longer going to have this conversation? And I'm just letting right. you know that, you know, if, if, it, if it continues, here's how I'm going to take care of myself. Right. Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not available for this conversation with you any longer. But then here's yeah. the thing. We yeah. have to then hold, we have to put our money where our mouth is. Otherwise, we're the little girl who cried wolf. So the yeah. next time, even if she says, even if she says, I'll never bring it up again. And the next time, mm-hmm. and then here we go again, it all is coming up again. Hey, remember that conversation we had where I let you know that I wasn't available for this? I meant it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's talk about, you know, whatever. <laughs> let's talk about what movie we should see. 
Right. Yeah, because um, Jane was mentioning trying to go over some scenarios with me and thinking of some uh, snarky retorts. And I was saying, no, that's not going to that'll just make it worse, you know, because then two people are upset. So um, I can't wait for her to hear this episode. (laughs) Right. And the snarky retort is coming from a place of feeling pain and feeling like a victim. Right. So when we're blaming someone else, we're the victim. When we take responsibility, we are empowered. Yes. And it just takes some practice, I think. It's, it's, we're not used to it. We're scared. We're always kind it, of afraid. It, it takes practice, practice right? and we have to, yeah. yeah, and we have to be willing to, you know, we have to be willing to have some short-term di- discomfort instead of the long-term right. resentment. And yeah. here's the yeah. other thing that I'll that I'll mm-hmm. that I'll name that I you know I believe that most relationships that we're in whether it be intimate or friends or whatever it is most of them are actually arrangements. They're not hmm. really intimate. They're not really intimate relationships. They're more they're more like arrangements where we've agreed on some kind of way that we'll engage with each other, whether it works or doesn't. Yeah. So a That's real, a, a real relationship. Yeah. A real relationship with, with an intimate connection has space for my truth and yours. Mm-hmm. A real, a real, a real relationship founded on truth has space for me to really want to know the ways in which you are the ways of what you're feeling in relationship to what I'm expressing. Right. It's not that I'm, you know, so it's not that I can make you angry or make you feel hurt or make you disappointed, you know? Right. But I want to know my impact on you. Yeah. And then I can make a choice from there. So, um, there's some other situations you've got this, um, you guys, everybody can go to Nancy's website, nancylevin.com and it's um, linked up back at blog talk radio and you have a guide. Um, your bound, bad, bad, boundary, badassery, the pocket guide uh, you guys can get. <laughs> I do. It, yeah. It, it has a lot of great, I've been reading that and I um, told some friends to get it because uh, it's got a lot of great little scenarios. So uh, one of them is, uh, so <laughs> when another example, um, when you want to go, somebody asks you to do something and then you feel pressured to mm-hmm. respond, but your yeah. gut reaction is like, I really, and so most of us just give this knee jerk, like, yes, response. That's and right. then moments later, we're already yep. thinking about how can I get out of it? And I used to do that in high school when a guy would ask me to a dance. And I, I, I didn't want to go with him, but I, I was too afraid to say no. And I'd say yes, and then I'd be thinking, what can I do to get out of this? How can I get out of it? And uh, we do that all the time. So um, what's just a simple way to – I mean, should we take time and say, listen, I need to think about this? I think we, we feel pressured to answer right away. Yeah, so the first thing I'll say is that someone else's urgency doesn't need to be ours. Right. So when someone is in that urgent place, we get to decide if it's urgent for us or not. And the other thing is that just because someone makes a request doesn't mean we have to respond. 
Yeah. So the first thing I would say is if a request comes in and if you are someone who's used to giving that knee jerk, yes, Lord knows I have been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to Hello? say no if oh. you can say no mm-hmm. or let the person know that you'll let them know tomorrow. So you're buying yourself some time. You're buying yourself some space. Because that space is where you are going to get to decide what is, what is behind my yes or my no. So here's the deal. If you're saying yes to something because you feel obligated, because you don't want someone else to be angry or disappointed because you want to show up as the hero or the one and the only one, the one who can do everything, the rescuer, the savior, all of that, it's a no. The only yes is from direct desire. I desire to do this. But if it's a yes for any of those other reasons, it's a no. And here's the thing about saying no. Most people want to give a whole song and a dance, want to give a reason, an explanation, You know, I'm really a big proponent of no is a complete sentence. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have to apologize for saying no. We don't have to give a reason for our no. We don't have to explain our no. And we can be gracious. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm not available. Right. That is that is so great because that's true. We're always like going into this long explanation. I remember one time I mm-hmm. uh, some friends wanted us to go to dinner or something. I was really tired and I just and I explain. I said no, you know, I just I'm, I'm too wiped out. I'm too tired. And my husband, who comes from a culture where it's more po- like he's from Mexico City, and I notice the way he'll do things is like he'll say, "Yeah, we're going to do this," but he not, doesn't plan to, but he doesn't want to. It's more polite to say yes in the moment, you know. And he says, no, 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 you can't say that. You can't be honest like that. You've got to tell him, no, you something else came up. You have other plans. You can't. And I'm like, no, I just, uh, I'm tired. I told him I'm tired. Yep. Um, so, I, yeah, yep. all these explanations, it just, it's, it's, you know, it goes too far, I think. It goes too far. It gets you all messed up. There. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, since I'm the mystical matchmaker, um, here's a here's a kind of a dating scenario. Uh, mm-hmm. My single ladies would love to know how to handle this. I've, and I used to have the biggest problem with this when I was single and dating. So they go out on a dinner date, and the guy's really nice, and he pays for an expensive dinner. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he's mm-hmm. like, well, would, you know, I'd love to see you again. And then she knows she's not interested, but it's so awkward mm-hmm. declining. And then they'll say yes, and then they just won't return the calls or texts. And then he thinks she's women are bitches or, or mm-hmm. flaky. And yep. um, so it's a good, you know, line for that to, to gracefully. Yeah. So it's interesting. I've, I've talked yeah. to I've talked to many. I've I've worked with many clients around this scenario. <laughs> yeah. So one <laughs> is so one is to actually offer to to split to split the bill because I think that the money piece okay. builds in right. obligation. So to actually, yeah. if you, because here's the deal, you know, five minutes in, if you want to date this guy again. Right. So I've even coached clients to, 
to, you know, maybe not if it's like a, a big deal sit down dinner and nothing egregious occurred, but there's nothing that says you have to stay the whole time either. Mm-hmm. So I've, I would say to offer to split the bill is one option. Another mm-hmm. option is that even if he pays to, and he asks, you know, says, I'd like to see you again to, to, ju- to come just back to honesty because here's the thing, showing up on this date as you, as opposed to who you think you should be, who you think he wants you to be, some persona you want to project an image of, but yeah. to really just come clean and being honest. You know, I've, been, I've enjoyed our evening together. I'm not, I'm not actually feeling a deep connection here. And I appreciate the time we've spent, but I, I'm not interested in going on another date. Right. That's good. And to just be clean, to be really clean. Yeah. yeah. To be truthful and, and, and clean. The few times that women have done that, and I, the guy told me, I, you know, I, it hurt, but I appreciated her honesty. Mm-hmm. They, they do appreciate yep. it. Yeah. Yeah, they yep. really do. And so I think, and I think, you know, we're, again, I'm just going to come back to this thing of, you know, we're, we've been, we've been programmed to be so much more concerned about the other person's experience than our own. So, oh, I don't want, I don't want, well, we say, you know, we often will say, I don't want to hurt his feelings instead of, you know, and it's like, we're not hurting him. Mm -hmm. He has a choice about (laughs) being hurt or not. Right. And if I tell the truth, it's like my truth can't be argued with. It's my truth. It's the truth of how I feel. And, and spending more time trying to, there's so much more energy. It takes so much more energy to, to lie and then avoid. Yes. Right. It takes so much energy. Like, Oh my God, he's calling me again or he's texting me again. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? It takes so much energy. Like I feel that in my body. It takes so much energy. Whereas, you know, the, the, the dinner ends, the bill is paid. He asks, you know, I'd love to see you again to just be really, really clean and honest. Thank you for this evening. I'm really not feeling the connection here. I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. I love it. So simple. This is great. Yeah. 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 And again, we don't have to go into, we don't have to go into a story. Right. I mean, there's even times when yep. the people will, will sit at the table and say, uh, well, I'm really not looking for a relationship. And then it's like, well, why are you here? And then, then I look bad or, well, I'm, you know, dating somebody. They go into all this stuff. So this is, I'm going to share yeah. this with all my single, single girls. Okay, good. It's going to be great. <laughs> and I have another one more scenario for you. So this one sure. Happens a lot because I uh, have male clients all over the country, and they'll often fly to meet a woman or fly her to spend the weekend with them. And sometimes it'll be after a couple dates, or sometimes for a first date. And the women are excited about it, but they're like, not sure is he well? Is he getting one room? Does he expect me to sleep in the room with mm-hmm. him or in the bed with him? And they're nervous and confused. Now, since I'm the matchmaker, I bring it up with the guys and I say, look, you have to get her own room. But if they don't have me to do that. Um, how could a woman, because I've, I've heard this many, many times, they're just like frozen and they don't know what to yep. say before. They want to go on the yeah. trip, but they don't know what to say. Yeah. Right. And so, again, to have a really upfront, clean conversation, 
around, you know, I don't want, I don't want us to make assumptions. And, and here's the thing. I think it's important that she expresses what she wants and not leave it up to him. So if she, right. you know, with, like when you said, like if, even if he's booking the trip, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's up to him whether it's one room or two rooms. Right. So for her to actually check in with herself and see, well, I would, you know, and, and then to be able to say, I know, I know we're going on this trip. I don't want to make any assumptions. I would feel most comfortable if we each had our own room. Perfect. Yep. And to just say so it from there. So it's, not, <laughs> so it's not going into, I don't know what you're planning on doing. And not even exactly. making it about, his, about it being his decision. Yes. Because, again, then we're at the mercy of someone else. And what I'm really right. wanting to bring back here is how do I stay in my power? How do I use my own voice? And how do I take charge from what's most important to me? Let me check in. The truth of the matter is we don't really know each other that well. We haven't spent the night mm-hmm. together yet. We haven't slept together, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I would feel most comfortable with two hotel rooms. Who knows? We may never use that other hotel room, but I would like to know it's there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. But I would like to know it's there. I would feel most comfortable. And to just come from that place, again, just bringing it back to me and not him and not letting him be the deciding factor. Right. Yep. So, um, Nancy, tell us about your, so if we pre-order, which I've done already, pre-order your new book, Setting Boundaries (laughs) Will Set You Free. Yay. Um, Tell everybody about what you get, the free, um, uh, the free thing and that, you know, for holidays. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Yes. So um, my new book is called Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free. It's coming out on January 7th. And if you go to nancylevin.com slash new book, you can pre-order the book right there. And when you do, I will give you access on December 17th to a brand new live video workshop that I'm teaching called Zen and the Art of Boundary Maintenance Holiday mm-hmm. Edition, where we Ooh. will be exploring certain scenarios about the upcoming holidays because this is a time when I really see people abandon themselves for the sake of someone else. And I really want to support everyone in having holidays that make, that make you happy. (laughs) Yes. Like those, like you say in, um, in your guide there, it's like, well, you're at the table and then your aunt says, when are you getting a real job? Or, you know, when are you getting married or (laughs) things like that? Exactly. You want to know how to, how to handle that. That's awesome. You guys all be on that. I'll be on that call too. So I hope to see you there. And, Nancy, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your boundary badassery with all of my mm. peeps. So appreciate it. And uh, you are so welcome. Yeah. Any, oh, thank you. So you guys mm. go to Nancy's website and pre-order her book. Um, you're, we're, we all need it. I mean, how who would who doesn't need to um, polish up our our boundary um, setting? So, all right. Thanks, everybody. And until next time. Bye, Nancy. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Thank you.